edition of the Riding NFL DFS podcast, an update to the Thursday rundown. Lots to unpack, lots of injury questions, lots of things to parse through in terms of setting our cash lineup, picking our GPP darts. Uh, So let's get into it. First things first, Alvin Kamara and David Johnson's availability will probably be the main issues that we need to look for on this slate. And that's because it's going to drive the value of the wide receivers that we need. Uh, And then also we have an issue at tight end with Delaney Walker and OJ Howard, both not going to be active on Sunday. So here's how I think it breaks down. If one of or both Latavius Murray and David Johnson are out, we could probably slot in those running backs as our bottom value. And what I mean by bottom value is our lowest priced running back in cash, our third running back in cash. Um, And then we have the guys that we discussed on the Thursday rundown. You know, Christian McCaffrey, if you feel like he is matchup proof, you could slot him in there in his 30 touches a week. Uh, If you would rather trust the matchup and go Saquon Barkley, I can't fault you there. If you want to completely avoid both of those guys and stick in Leonard Fournette and Chris Carson, kind of drop down 2K on each player and have a little bit more salary for mid-priced wide receivers, I think that's fine. Um, the issue is if they are, if Alvin Kamara and David Johnson are both active, or if you're afraid of the matchup for Chase Edmonds, because the Saints have really done a good job against running backs outside of week one, where they let Carlos Hyden and Duke Johnson have pretty high yards per carry. If you're afraid of Chase Edmonds and, and then Alvin Kamara is active, that's a very risky proposition to play those two in cash uh, when they're probably going to split up their workload. Then I think what happens is you need to, to take three of uh, the running backs that we mentioned over at 7K and over. And what that is going to probably lead you to do is pay down at tight end, and pay down at quarterback. So you're probably looking at Ryan Tannehill and Matt Stafford, if that's the case. And you're probably looking at potentially John New Smith or Cameron Brait in cash, if that's the case. Um, Hopefully, you know, Latavius is going to see the bulk of the work. Maybe we get word that Kamara will be limited. Then I think we could probably slot in Latavius. Um, It could be one of those things where, you know, Alvin Kamara is active, but in an emergency situation or in special, you know, third down passing situations are the only time that he enters the game. If that's the case and we get that word, then I think we can definitely, uh, you know, consider Latavius Murray. 
I mean, I think David Johnson's going to be inactive. They brought in Alfred Morris and, and Zach Zenner, so I think that's we could probably safely say that Chase Edmonds is going to get most of the snaps in Arizona. The question is, are those valuable snaps with how well the Saints defend the running back and how little Chase Edmonds has been used in the passing game? You know, he's not, he hasn't seen more than five targets, more than four targets in a game. Um, they just spread the ball around. You know, Murray takes off or has been taking off a little bit. Uh, when stuff breaks down instead of checking down the last few weeks. So that's that's somewhat of an issue. I would much rather if Alvin Kamara is out to slot in Latavius Murray. But as I was saying, if neither of them uh, are an option because of who is active or you're afraid of their matchup, I think we have to play three running backs at 7K or above. And that will cause us to dip down into some value, Stafford, Tannehill, some of the value that we talked about on the rundown on Thursday, you know, D.D. Westbrook, potentially Alex Erickson, if you think that his newfound snap count and target share will be at least somewhat similar. I mean, I'm not sure I can do that. I can pull that trigger, but you never know. Then there's also... Uh, Demarius Thomas, especially if Jamison Crowder can't go. He's, his status is still questionable, though it looks like he's going to play. Chris Conley is someone to keep an eye on at 3,300 if D.D. Westbrook can't go. He's been held out of practice with a neck injury. They say he's probable um, to play, but you know that designation is no more, so we don't really know. He's questionable. We'll see how that goes. They're all decent options. I like Jonu Smith over Cameron Brake just because he's more athletic and I could see him getting a few more targets. I mean, O.J. Howard being inactive is not, you know, some headline story. He was getting like two or three targets a game, not doing much with them. You know, the bulk of those targets are still going to go to Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. The only thing is, Brake is a touchdown machine. Uh, for some reason, Jameis loves to get him the football when they get in close and you know at his salary he only needs a touchdown and maybe two or three catches to 3x value 4x value Uh, but John Smith is a guy that can turn you know a crossing route into a 60 yard touchdown that's something that Cameron Bray can't do and I like that upside now you can't look at this from a one player perspective Right, you can't look at it and say, okay, well, Jonu Smith, I think, is going to 4x his 2800 this week. I mean, that's great. That's around 10 or 11 DraftKings points. Great for someone who's 2800. However, you have to look at it from a, a complete lineup perspective, right? So, if paying down for Jonu Smith gets you up to Christian McCaffrey or gets you from, you know, D.D. Westbrook to Allen Robinson, that's great, but if you don't think that those players in that 2v2 have a better projection than, let's say, Hunter Henry and D.D. Westbrook, right? So you have to look at it as as a whole. So you're swapping. Are your projections for Hunter Henry and D.D. Westbrook better than Allen Robinson and Jonu Smith? You can't look at it from 
a perspective of, okay, John Smith is going to 4X value and I need the salary. You have to look at it from an entire lineup perspective, which I'm sure you guys do, but, you know, just a quick reminder. At the wide receiver position, there are some things that we need uh, to talk through as well. Keenan Allen looks to be limited or out, if that's the case. Mike Williams pops off the, off the page at 4K. You know, even if he goes six for 70, that's pretty good for 4K. That's, I mean, perfect. And he has a ton of potential. He's the second most targeted player the last three weeks. He's the second most air yards, I believe, the last three weeks. So he is definitely uh, due for some positive regression. And at 4K, I think he'll be popular, especially if Keenan Allen is out. Um, I mentioned Chris Conley with D.D. Westbrook potentially out. And then potentially Cortland Sutton, now that Emmanuel Sanders is not there. Uh, same thing with O.J. Howard. Sanders hasn't been you know, performing great or scooping up a ton of the production. But there are now five, six targets on the table. You might expect Cortland Sutton to soak up two or three of those. So basically what it boils down to is the news at running back. Can we get some value there to pay up at tight end and maybe take some five or six K wide receivers? Or if that value doesn't open up, I think we'll probably have to drop down a little bit, you know, from Deshaun Watson to maybe Matt Stafford at quarterback and then from Hunter Henry or Austin Hooper to John New Smith or Cameron Brait at tight end. And what that'll allow us to do is get three of those big time running backs. So, you know, we have to obviously be ready to roll at 11.30 when we see the inactives or even earlier in the morning, you know, Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport come through with some news that they're hearing that somebody will be inactive and we can make decisions based on that. But all this value boils down to, um, you know, Latavius Murray and Chase Edmonds and whether or not you could stomach the matchup for Chase Edmonds. So if that's the case, if, if Alvin Kamara does sit, which I think makes sense since their bye week is on the horizon, I think we could slot him in pretty comfortably. And then, you know, I'm much, I feel much safer paying up for Hunter Henry at tight end or, you know, for Allen Robinson or John Brown or whomever your favorite mid-priced wide receivers are rather than dipping into the lower tier of tight end and wide receivers. So hopefully that's the case. If not, we're paying up at running back and we are crossing our fingers with guys like Mike Williams, D.D. Westbrook, John Smith, Cameron Brate, etc. That'll do it for the Saturday update. Uh, the core four for this week, interesting core four. I think I am going to say Leonard Fournette is a core play for me. Um, and then it's going to be tough to decide who the core is beyond that without knowing um, who's active, who's inactive. But I think Latavius Murray will be a favorite of mine, provided Alvin Kamara doesn't play. Uh, if he does play, I think I'm really going to take a hard look at Chris Carson, who in a matchup with Atlanta and, you know, with all these dudes that we don't know their status, he's pretty safe bet for 20 to 25 carries in a pretty good matchup. Uh, I really like Mike Williams if Keenan Allen doesn't play. And then at quarterback, Matt Stafford, 
is probably my preferred play uh, without knowing who's active or who's inactive. Obviously, if we get all the value, it'd be nice to get up to Watson. But I think Stafford's just going to rip up this Giants secondary, uh, especially with backs like Ty Johnson and J.D. McKissick and Paul Perkins being the running backs. I think the Lions are going to have to throw a ton. And uh, Hunter Henry as well. Big fan of him with Keenan Allen limited against the Bears defense that funnels action to the tight end. Uh, I know I gave you a few different scenarios there for the core four. They're probably, it's like it's more like the uh, Super 6 or something like that this week. Uh, but it, it's really tough to decide with all of the news that still hasn't been put on the table. Good luck in Week 8. I hope everybody, uh, you know, sees green on their screen. As always, tomorrow morning on Twitter, at PatJamesDFS. If you have any issues, if you have any, you know, things that you want to talk through, always uh, alert up early in the morning to get things rolling. If you enjoy the podcast, make sure that you rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, whatever you need to do uh, to get us some more listens, helps us keep it going, and also visit fansharesports.com. They they are a uh, big supporter, contributor of this podcast, and great info on that site. Talk to you next week.